Hey there, it's Lacey J here to ask you to go to spacebearmedia.com right now to access all our content, buy yourself some merch, and most importantly, send us a message. The latter of which we'll reply to on our newly revamped weekly pre-shows, where we have as many fun segments as we do on the audio pod. There are current events with Christy, corrections and observations with Ben, and as always, questions with Derek. Plus, I have new fun facts and tell a terrible fucking joke every single week. Please join us, and please consider rating and reviewing us on your favorite app, or recommending us to a friend who loves Lost. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Lost in My 40s, Season 3, Episode 20. It's called The Man Behind the Curtain. It's a Ben Linus episode. It's a Christie episode. And back with us, special guest, Caleb. Yay! Welcome, Caleb. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Hello, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are very happy uh, that uh, we were able to talk you into coming back in season three. Ben, could you update us on our power rankings after episode 19 um, so we can shock the pants off Caleb getting it all at (laughs) once? We have uh, Sawyer still with his uh, throbbing member from strangling his father. First place at 115 (laughs) points. Hurley and Juliet tied for second with 110 points each, and Desmond uh, in a uh, poaching the fourth, uh, third slot with 75. And then mm-hmm. the bottom was really no surprise to anyone. Dead pants, Danny with negative 90. Pulo, Paolo Poopstick. Pulo. Pulo. <laughs> Titus Pulo. Negative 80. <laughs> and uh, Anthony Cooper moving in to third yes, spot sir. with negative 59. C'est la vie, Charles Widmore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Any big shockers there, Caleb? No, but I I just happened to notice, I picked up on a trend in this episode that Ben just touched on. I don't want to get into it here necessarily, but we can talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, um, if it were up to the three of us, other than, and besides your wife, uh, we'd have Ben Linus <laughs> probably in the top, but she yep. won't. She gives a mad score. So she keeps can't. holding the Ben down. I yeah. know. He can't get into the top three. He's been close. Not a fan. You're not a fan of the Ben. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate him like I hated Anna Lucia. That's true. That's completely uncalled for, Christy. <laughs> oh my God. She was a contributor to the island. She dug a lot of holes. She, she had a... <laughs> She had a she had a penchant for earth moving. Uh, Christy, why don't you tell us all about Ben Linus's background? I'm gonna do that. Okay, <laughs> so we start out in flashback number one. Um, the episode opens in a wooded area. A woman is screaming. A man screams back. Come on, damn it, push! <laughs> the woman tries, I thought but from she the knows- side that I, that she looked like Libby. Oh, okay. She, she resembles her, the profile, not the front, but the profile, it resembled Libby to me when I saw it for some reason. Anyway. So the woman tries pushing, but she knows that something is wrong. Um, the man calls her Emily and encourages her to push. 
And when she does, it causes her to scream through her clenched teeth. Um, he keeps, you know, trying to encourage her. And eventually she gives birth and the cries of a newborn babe can be heard. The man yells, it's a boy. You did it. <laughs> and then Emily tells him it hurts as he wrapped the baby in his jacket and hands it to her. She calls uh -oh. him Roger. And again, she says it hurts. Only this time, Roger looks down and he realizes that she is bleeding. Yikes. He tells Emily that nobody knows that they're out here. She needs to hold the baby while he carries her back. Um, so they make it to a clearing and then a road and cars are driving past. And we see a street sign reading Portland, 32 miles. Oh, so not the island. Interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so not, Roger not is... Not in Portland either, obviously. Just outside. No. Of you. Right. <laughs> Roger is screaming and waving for help, and finally a red car with a couple inside stops. Roger tells the man that they were hiking. She wasn't due yet, but she went into labor anyway. Damn her. Um, oh, yeah. That's her <laughs> fault, definitely. Totally her fault. This uh, is so her. This is so her. I know. Oh, this my is God. totally like her. Um, so Emily is screaming in pain, and Roger puts her down. Um, as she's dying, he, she calls out to Roger, and he says, I'm right here. And just before she closes her eyes and dies, she says, call him Benjamin. What? Right. This is my origin story, y'all. Excuse me? He wasn't born on the island? Right. Ben so, lied about something? I'm shocked. Ben lying his ass off. Oh. Uh, See? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maggie Lizer works. Oh, boy. <laughs> so now we have present day Ben Linus sitting in his tent and looking at a doll. Richard Alpert enters. Um, and it's ben an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben tells him that the action figure was a birthday <laughs> present, which happens to be today. Um, ben wonders if Richard remembers birthdays. What? Alpert. Yeah, Alpert ignores him, and he's like, you know, should should I bring the tape back to Juliet in the medical station? And Ben gets angry because he's like, I thought you took it yesterday. Um, so he jumps up and runs out to ask Tom where the recorder was, and Tom doesn't answer because he's fixated on something coming towards the camp. Ben turns to see Locke carrying a body over his shoulder. Oh, fuck. It could carrying, maybe carrying a third of a body. Like, he does not have his father over his shoulders. <laughs> no no way. Sad. It looked like they put a couple of bags of dog food in a trash can. Like, that, it did not look like a person. <laughs> right. Dog food in a trash can? <laughs> in trash a trash bag. bag. Oh, okay. Right. Or maybe I said trash can. It's always possible. Booth. Booth. <laughs> so Locke marches up, uh, and he says, you said that if I killed my father, you'd tell me everything I wanted to know about the island. Ben stares as Locke dumps the body at his feet, and Locke says, so why don't you start at the beginning? <laughs> okay, Locke. Right? And All we right. get the lost title screen. This is badass, Locke. Right, right off the bat. Love. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Locke is the cock of the walk now. Like, this is this is when he's fun. <laughs> he, it's when, he, is it when he's heading towards his manic episode. He's, like, really, really fun. And then he just... Oh, God. <laughs> Caleb, are you time. a fan of Locke? <laughs> I I go back and forwards. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and 
I I want to I honestly want to say that in the grand scheme of things, I actually oscillate between he's kind of a useless character in the entire in the story entirely, um, and <laughs> really? him actually Brutal. him actually having a part to play. Yeah, yeah. I Terry O'Quinn's per, uh, per Terry Quinn's performances uh, as Locke is fantastic though. Yeah. 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 He's pretty great. He won an Emmy for the episode we did earlier this season. Did he? Um, yeah. Uh, why can't I remember the man from Tallahassee? He won an episode for oh. the man from Tallahassee mm. or won an episode, won an Emmy while won submitting Emmy. that episode. <laughs> um, I believe if I'm wrong, you'll hear about it in ne- next week's pre-show, but um, I'm pretty sure that was the episode. I know. He, I know he won. And I'm pretty sure that was the episode. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So now we see the lost title screen. Now we are back with Locke and Ben inside the tent. And Ben is pouring drinks. Hmm. He says he wishes it was as simple as just opening a dusty book. He tries to hand Locke a drink, but Locke just stares at him. So Ben sets it down on the table. Ben says that John might think that Ben is the leader of the group, but that's not true. It's actually Jacob. Who? Right? (laughs) Um, Well, all your questions will be answered by the end of this episode. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, I mean, not all of his questions. but (laughs) No, that was totally sarcastic. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Created more questions. (laughs) Yeah. So Locke says, okay, then take me to Jacob. And Ben says he can't do that. So Locke gets up to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. He's he's like, okay, I'll get Albert to take me to Jacob. And Ben tells Locke that he's the only one who speaks to Jacob and the only one who knows where he is. Mm, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah I know, right? It? He says, I was born here on this island. I'm uh-huh. one of the last that was. Most of these people you see, I brought them here. So Jacob talks to me, John. He tells me what to do. Trusts me. Locke mm-hmm. thinks that this sounds very convenient that there mm-hmm. is no Jacob and that his people are idiots if they believe that. <laughs> he says, you're the man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz, and you're a liar. Ooh. Wow. Ben wants to know why John would say that. And Locke says, because if you were telling you the truth, your hand wouldn't be shaking. Ah. Whoa. So Ben steadies the glass in his hand. I like when Locke, like, tries to challenge Ben. It never works out exactly in Locke's <laughs> favor, at least not yet. No. Yeah. He's almost like he's almost like, like a like a little brother testing himself against a bigger brother. That's kind of what it feels like. Oh, that's yeah. an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. So flashback number two. We have an eight-year-old Ben Linus walking down a jetty from the submarine mm. with his father as they arrive on the island with a number of other people. Pretty good casting, the kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's how I would picture Ben. Just a scrawny little kid with his goofy glasses on. Yeah, they did well. I hate yeah. that kid so much. You hate him? <laughs> I hate that kid so much. <laughs> what, like the actual child? You Do you know him? What did no, he do to no, you? No, 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 <laughs> no. I just kind of didn't like the episode entirely. So, uh, and he is a reason why. He's one of the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons Bastard. why young ben has yeah. ruined the episode yeah. for you yeah not only did he kill his mother when he was born but he fucked the episode up <laughs> yeah pretty he much killed, he yeah. killed caleb's <laughs> hopes and dreams 
<laughs> no, no, I just no. It, it's more. It's more about. So, all right. So, so my problem with it was that for for literally every single scene this kid is in, and I almost took the time today to actually go through and and mark time code and and bring it. Bring. Oh my God. I almost went, but I I I didn't do it. Thank you for not doing that. Yeah. Very strongly about that. every <laughs> single time that kid is in a scene, he's crying, or he's looking hopeless, or has this like. Uh, 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 look on his face like it is the worst thing ever and i got so tired of it like i watched I, so when i watched the episode the first time to review it i was like god this is come on man like and then when i watched it a second time i was like every shot of him is just filler like it's it's the most cl- like anyway yeah so i'm sorry Con- I, i'm sorry continue we just got a deep injection of angst early in the episode <laughs> yeah so. yeah like I expect him to have like, black eyeliner and nail polish on and to be listening to Joy Division. No, that's exactly that would have been an picture. improvement. That's exactly how it I would have been ben actually. Linus. No, no, this kid is exactly how I picture Ben Linus as a child. It's amazing that you have this much hatred. <laughs> you have a very visceral, <laughs> visceral reaction to this poor fucking kid. Like, this is like Anna Lucia level hatred. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this poor child in his goofy glasses all right <laughs> all right so this this little kid who caleb hates um <laughs> hopefully he hasn't found any work since then yeah Ooh, oh um, my god <laughs> again to be fair it's more about the writing and how they and how they put the episode together than just the kid and what was written what mr Moby. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah this is great because i love this episode so i'm i'm glad that you i mean i'm not glad that you hate it i would hope you would like it but uh, this will be fun all right let's go Parisi. all right so roger looks around at an array of dharma boxes vans and a boat Ben notices a sign that says namaste the dharma initiative <sighs> a woman <laughs> says namaste and puts floral necklaces over roger and ben like they're arriving in hawaii or something (laughs) suspicious this is all too ridiculous to not be suspicious a man walks up and greets them it's the state the same guy who had stopped at the side of the road when emily died only now he's got wavy long 70s locks yeah man Uh, forest he's the same guy who was in the Green Mile. Yep. Yeah. Played the guard. Yep. Yeah. The one guard. was like, dead man. I got a dead man walking. Yeah. He's also like a, a child, like groomer and sort of yeah. pedophile. Yeah. He, yeah. He married a 16 year old oh. when he was Which like, when 53. he was 51. Yeah. Oh, he was And 61. then like, she got like plastic surgery and fake boobs and stuff, I think. Um, Courtney Stodden, mm-hmm. I think is the name, but they yeah. use yep. they, them pronouns now. Well, okay. Because I looked it up after I watched this episode. I I re-looked up like the whole scandal and, and obviously quickly forgot that it was 51 and not 53. But anyways, yeah, this guy in real life married a child. He uh, And he's gross. I was reading yeah. about that too. And he said that he had been disowned by his family. He lost contact with a bunch of good friends and he received death threats. And I was like, so? Yeah, don't yeah. marry children. What I mean, yeah. uh, so Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. 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 What, yeah. what do you what the what do you want? Pity? Don't yeah, marry know. a child. I mean, I guess you shouldn't <laughs> get death threats. I suppose that's slightly over the line, but I wouldn't uh, start. Her mother uh, said her mother supported yeah, him. Her mother did, reasons. yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's how she was allowed <clears throat> to marry is because her yep. parents like let it happen or or mom or whatever. But yeah, like um or, I'm sorry, there. See how easily I slipped right back into that? Their uh mom. Um yeah, so anyways, he's kind of a, a gross guy in real life. Yeah, ick. Yeah. Well the hairstyle matches the ick factor, so Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Ick now has a wavy, long 70s do. Um, Roger calls him Mr. Goodspeed and thanks him for the opportunity. He insists that Roger call him Horace. Roger introduces Ben and tells Horace that Ben doesn't say much. Horace says, that's okay. I bet he will when he has something to say. Right, Ben? And he invites him to lunch and says, you're going to love it here. Oh, God. Now all I can think about is he's like, gonna molest and marry a young Ben. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He puts his arm around young Ben and is like, come yeah. on, let's get some lunch. And I was like, dude. Yeah. I'll give, he says, I'm I'll sure give you, you a reason something. for tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll, you'll have something to say when you have something to say. Or not. Just say nothing at or all. Not, just no, say nothing quietly. at all. Can always tell a Milford man. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Inside of a building, there's a group of people being inducted into the initiative. <laughs> a television yeah. show uh, shows a video of Martin Candle, and he says, Welcome to the island. For your own comfort and safety, we ask that you stay within the confines of your new living quarters. Our barracks are surrounded by a high-frequency sonar fence to protect us from the island's abundant and diverse wildlife. You are now a member of the Dharma Initiative. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> that actually even... that actually under different circumstances, that's a pretty cool like you know if, if you're in that situation like I'm living on this island now this is awesome. Yeah, well, if, uh, if you I, don't know about the hostels, I guess. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I come to this fantasy this point, land with old sonic fences, dude. I'm gonna do some cool <laughs> shit here. As this thing is playing, Roger, uh, workman or he's not workman yet i guess he says something about like well what kind of wildlife and see that's yeah. the question yeah. right yeah. that's the question because yeah. like if it's parrots or something or like monkeys maybe they're pesky but hostiles is a whole other situation uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't say monkeys can't be hostile that i didn't yeah. say that <laughs> I did not. I didn't. you can rip your nuts off i said they were pesky <laughs> Really, it's just it's just it's just David Byrne in a big suit behind the sonar fence. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, but I would rather have I would think I would rather contend with monkeys ra- other than Richard Alpert and his fucking gang of people who don't age. Like, Truth. <laughs> that's scary. That is so, scary. There you go. Then I win. That's what I have to say about that. Okay. Okay. All right, so they say you're now a member of the Dharma Initiative, and then we hear something inaudible, and then it continues. Every morning, you will be given a new code, which will allow you to cross outside the fences if you so desire. There are properties on this island that exist nowhere on Earth. Our mission is to study these properties for the betterment of mankind Mm -hmm. and the advancement of world peace. Most of you will be working on the mainland. Should you be assigned to zoological studies... The Paula Ferry will carry you to and from the Hydra three times a day. They had fairies. Right? 
They have fucking fairies and zoological studies where it was on Hydra. Submarines. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But right. But we know, right. The bears were over there solving fish biscuit puzzles. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so Roger's at a table when Ben watches some staff giving people injections and a young girl approaches him and offers him an Apollo bar. Mm. She says her name is Annie and they can have as many bars as they want. Kill. Now, if, if Ben pissed you off, this kid should balance you out a little bit, right? This this okay, girl so is that's adorable. What I was trying to ask is like Caleb, like what? How much? Like what level of rage does this little girl induce? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, honestly, nothing. But my my oh. problem is that they didn't do anything with her outside of the I know. action figures. They completely like it's a it's a it's a dropped thread. Like they did nothing yeah. with her. I always expected I like w- during the uh, like if he if he had killed her. You know, yeah. she was one of the ones that was laying dead, or maybe she died like, sooner or something. Yeah, yeah, they never, they never closed that one off. Killer never closed. The, the just never appears again. Yeah, yeah. It, I, wow. I, I, that was one thing that like went through my head. I was like, imagine like the actual like impact, like the beat that this would be if he found her dead in the right. camp yeah. later on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. yeah. Missed opportunity okay, for fine. sure. Just tear. It's Caleb is here to, to destroy my hopes and dreams. <laughs> Loving this in this scene. That's, yeah, there, that's, that's right happening. though. There wasn't any crying. That's true. <laughs> 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 oh boy. So as Annie is giving uh, the little asshole an Apollo bar, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> this little shit. Yeah. Well, I guess we know who side she's on, Caleb. So. Uh, so um, John Grease is the uh, is the hero of the episode. Ben's dad. We're we're, we're mm-hmm. all in, in alignment with that, right? He's a little shit, and he should be treated thusly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Roger can be overheard yelling about being assigned workman as his duties. He said he came there to change the world, not clean up after people. Oh, calm down, Roger. Yeah, he walks just here away to do and work, and man. makes Ben follow him. So back in the now over at Original Beach, Sawyer is hiding in the bushes, peeping at the people on the beach. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. Charlie and Claire are talking about Aaron. Further away, he sees Hurley and Desmond talking about Haggis. <laughs> he sees Saeed walking nearby and he calls out to him. Sawyer walks out of the bushes looking dirty and sweaty. And Saeed wants to know uh, what happened to Sawyer. As if that's anything new. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, he's always... Yeah, L- lubed up with coconut oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what and somehow is? that note survived in his pocket <laughs> the entire fucking yep. time? Uh-huh. So Sawyer tells Said that he was with Locke, who's back with the others now. He says, "Don't ask me where the hell it is, because it don't matter right now. What does matter is this." Sawyer raises his arm to show Said a tape recorder. Dun dun. Bum bum bum. They're gonna come get you, Juliet. Now we are back with Mikhail, Mikhail, who's booking it through the jungle. He sprints to the other's camp and frantically looks for Ben, who steps out of his tent to say, I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> so did I, man. So did yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> did you see you that wish. shit squirt out of my fucking ears? Yeah. No, right? that's not lethal. Remember. <laughs> no. yeah. That's not lethal. So <laughs> Yeah. And Mikhail says, I was fortunate that the pylons were not set to lethal. Is that the setting on the dial? Is that what it is? Non-lethal. Yeah, because I had it set. Remember, that episode, I I set it to tickle my bum hole during my fuck. 
So there's bumhole oh, okay. tickle setting. And then above that, there's what? Ear squirts. There's and one, that's, there's, above there's one that's just shits themselves. Uh, like you just put just it there. Shits themselves. Ooh, yeah. And then yeah. there's a lethal. Um, right. at, that goes to like 11. Explodes. I, I think yeah. lethal is all the way up at 11. That's yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for echoing it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've been drinking beer. What do you want? A beer, uh, actually. That was perfect. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. See, we need to take a drink. Uh, a drink. Yeah, I'm gonna we grab a beer. Take a drink yeah, to go get a break. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna grab another go beer. Take a drink. Take a beer too. break. Beer break. Cue the music. So Locke steps out of the tent and Mikhail gets pissed. But Ben I mean, says, yeah. yeah, but Ben's like, well, he's with us now. <laughs> so Mikhail tells them what happened in the jungle and that the woman is headed to original beach and that a ship is 130 clicks to the west. Ben says they're already going to their camp the day after tomorrow. We'll deal with her at that point. Mikhail insists that they go now, but Locke says Ben is taking him to see Jacob. Like everybody in the camp is like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> there's like side Jacob? glances. Yeah, and, yeah, everybody is like, what? Excuse me? Also, FYI, I looked it up. Annie is in one other episode, season five, episode 15, Follow the Leader. She makes All an, right. an appearance. But is she um, okay? But, but. Um, <laughs> she's, she's married to Horace. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, ghoulish! Set a big old, just set a big old fake titties on her. Oh boy! Oh boy! On them! On them! On them! I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we we don't really know what pronouns Annie ends up using. Courtney uses they them. So Horace is a smooth criminal. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. All right. Okay. Well, Ben apologizes to Locke and he cancels Apologism. Apologizes. Apologizes. Apologism. Okay. Apologism. Again. Jism. I, there's been a couple of times I've had some apologisms just to get through a rough spot in a relationship. <laughs> uh, all right. Ben apologizes to Locke and he cancels the trip and he says this is more important. Mikhail is shocked that Ben explained himself to an outsider, and Locke just punches Mikhail in the face, <laughs> knocks him to the ground, beats and he just beats senseless. the fuck out of him. Beats the fuck. He, yeah. what the hell? And I love how Ben very unenthusiastically is asking for help. Tom? Yeah. Richard? <laughs> Yeah, no, nobody moves. The shit out of him. Oh my god. Yeah, Locke finally decides on his own to stop beating the shit out of him, um, and he leaves Mikhail bleeding on the ground yet again. Yep. Yeah. He turns around, looks at Ben, and says, "So when do we leave?" Oh my <laughs> god. That was great. Sploosh. That's what happened to the women in the camp who have been waiting for him. Sploosh. <laughs> No, not all That's of what us. It no. like. <laughs> Are you one of the others in the camp waiting for Locke? Mm, I don't know. Um, okay, so a little bit later, Ben and Locke are at a stream, and Ben tells him that he could have made his point without beating Mikhail senseless. Uh, Locke disagrees. 
<laughs> and then Alex pulls a lock in the box and pops Bang. out with a gun. Hey. She hands it to Locke, saying that they'll need it uh, since they're going to see Jacob. Ben is absolutely shocked. Locke takes the gun, and Alex goes to leave. As she's leaving, she looks over at her. She looks over her shoulder and says, "Happy birthday, Dad." <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Flashback number three. Young you Ben's favorite scene. Yep. Uh oh. This little asshole. Um, he's sitting in his class and his teacher is discussing volcanoes. Her uniform reveals her name to be Olivia. She's demonstrating an eruption when (laughs) Annie raises her hand to ask if volcanoes on this island erupted. And the teacher says yes, but it was a very long time ago. The kids go get their own volcanoes to make eruptions. As Olivia is giving them instructions, the ground begins to shake and sirens start sounding. Olivia tells them to all get into position and yells for Annie to lock the back door. As she does, Olivia loads a shotgun. The fuck (laughs) kind of school is this? Uh, I know, but that's exactly what little Ben is thinking. It's any school in the USA today. That's what I'm saying. I bet kids these days would watch this and be like, how fucking quaint. Yeah, exactly. Any school in Texas, yeah. Seriously. You're right. So, I mean, that's the dream for some is that the teacher uh, would have a shotgun. Terrible. All right. So we have Dharma staff running down the hallway with their guns and Annie grabs Ben and brings him into the corner. She tells him not to worry. It's just the hostels. We'll just be hostels. okay. <laughs> just and the then hostels. shouting and explosions can be heard. Oh, don't worry, though. It's fine. You're just getting raided by hostels. Yeah, it's fine. So much for the fence. <laughs> right. Caleb, were you hoping he would that the kid would die? No, the only thing that was going through my head was Horace is coming. (laughs) (laughs) It's nighttime now. In fact, he does come. Yeah. Horace is talking to Roger back in his home at the barracks. Ben is lying in bed, petting a white rabbit. Oh. He hears his father describe being attacked in the jungle and opens the door to eavesdrop. Horace says they have skirmishes with the natives, and Roger throws his beer beer can to the ground. This ain't what I signed up for. Horace says before the island, Roger couldn't find work, and here Ben is getting a quality education. Roger doesn't care about Ben. He wants hazard pay to get shot at. (laughs) He throws Horace out and tells him to come back with the money. Okay, I mean, um, all of those things might be true, Horace. But I feel like you should still tell someone if they're going to move to, like, a remote island that they might be shot at from time to time. <laughs> yeah. The, like, that should have been part of the shotguns. deal. Namaste. Namaste. That is my only response to that. <laughs> That's a, yeah, okay. seriously. Razzle-dazzle. <laughs> what a razzle-dazzle, bitch. <laughs> what do I need for the trip? A rifle and about a thousand rounds of 30-odd six. What? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 just for the, no. the wildlife, the abundant wildlife. Just bring your swimsuit. <laughs> bring, lo- bring lots of socks. Wow. Oh, gosh. So while this is happening, Ben hears a rattling outside his window. He shuts his bedroom door and turns to find his mother staring at him from outside. Say what? Ben falls back, knocking over a chair. Um, Clumsy little shit. Now... Have have any of you guys asshole. seen the first season of the the TV show From that Michael no. stars in? No, no. Okay, so anyhow, Harold, I was did, he find, no. did he find did he did he find Walt in that show? 
No, <laughs> no, he doesn't, by the way. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Damn it. And I was getting strong vibes from that show while watching this scene. Um, uh. So he gets up as Roger enters and tells him to go to bed. Ben looks out the window, but his mother's gone. He looks at a photo of her and, big shocker, starts crying like a whiny little bitch. <laughs> little bastard. The so, hate is infectious. Yeah. <laughs> Can I point something out um, that I th- think was interesting? So, so far now, we know that on this island, Christian was spotted by Jack. Yep. Yemi was there, spotted by Echo. And Emily by um, Ben. But mm. I think what the interesting part about that is that both Christian and Yemi's bodies are on the island, but Emily's is not. Oh, yeah, good point. Hmm. So, I don't know what all that means. I'm just dropping little nuggets for Derek. It means that it's sloppy writing. That's what it means. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to sweep in here and take me out at the knees sorry that's fine. That's fine. she's really taking the writers out at the knees at this point oh. yeah. yeah yeah so we have uh sawyer and saeed making their way to juliet's tent they notice that she's not there when kate shows up she tells them that juliet left with jack shocker that kate would be annoyed by that um she says they took off right after kate told them about naomi and saeed is like why the fuck would you do that so Kate says, because she's hurt, because he's a doctor, and because he has a right to know. Why? Damn I don't, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> I said no. the first, you lost me at the third one there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why he has a right. I don't get it. But whatever. Said walks away, and Kate yells after him, uh, saying that he should tell everyone about Naomi. He whips around and says, play her the tape. What? <laughs> Kate looks at Sawyer and says, what tape? <laughs> Out in the jungle, Ben loads his canteen into his pack as he and Locke prepare to head out. Ben says, something you should know, John, before we go. Whether or not you think he's the Wizard of Oz, I can assure you that Jacob is very, very real. Uh And we're going to go see him, and he's not going to like it. Oh. In fact, Mm. I have a feeling he's going to be very angry. And that's why my hand was shaking. Because this is not a man you go and see. This is a man who summons you. Oh, wow. Locke looks intrigued, and he just says, well, I guess there's a first time for everything. (laughs) (laughs) He does it while he's, like, eating an apple or something, too. He's He's just very, very Very cash. Chewing his food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just how he kind of is with so many of these little moments where he's just like, all right, well, you know, whatever. As they walk out of camp, all of the others are staring at them. And Locke is like chewing with his mouth half open, apple yeah, like mean, hanging out. He's just like a little yeah, child. I noticed that. Locke, Locke is, is swinging the big dick energy right now. Like, oh, I was, this is, what, Honestly, this is no. what he does on his upshot. I was actually yep. just about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> like this, this episode energy? is all about Locke and his big dick energy. Big dick energy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you chew with your mouth open. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> when you have big dick energy, you can chew with your you mouth don't, open. You chew <laughs> that. Oh, exactly. is that part of it? That's it. I see. So it just kind of occurred to me, the whole thing with Locke eating an apple in this scene kind of is very symbolic, you know. Of what? Yeah. The, the garden. Yeah. 
the yeah. garden gaining, gaining access to knowledge to forbidden knowledge mm. that's yeah. right yeah. yeah there you go so flashback number four and and would he uh and would ben not be the snake oh yeah mm. i don't know hmm i don't know because yeah. we again because uh one one take on the name jacob in hebrew is to deceive Mm-hmm. So you could consider hmm. maybe Jacob would be the snake too. Oh, maybe we're all the snake, man. Oh God, <laughs> the one-eyed trousers. Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> just, that is just... actually my favorite breed. The one-eyed trouser. Yeah, one-eyed trouser snake. <laughs> Jacob's favorite. the one-eyed trouser snake. <laughs> no. no, that's my favorite. No breed. man, we're of all snake. the one-eyed trouser snake. I yeah. see, I see. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, flashback number four: Young Ben sits on the swings at the barracks with Annie. Oh. He unwraps the present <laughs> to find two carved action figures. Thank oh you. My God. <laughs> <laughs> A boy and a girl. Oh. She tells him that the action figures represent the two of them, and now they'll never have to be apart. And where did horse touch you on this doll? <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, she wishes him a happy birthday. <laughs> oh, where, where did where did horse touch you with this doll? <laughs> oh. Where did horse put this doll? Oh, oh god! god. <laughs> Just Damn it, Horace. Horse. Stop it. Stop yeah, it, Horace. Wow. All right. So that evening, uh, Ben arrives back at his house to find Roger asleep on the couch with beer cans scattered all around the room. Ben starts taking the boots off of his drunk father, which causes him to wake up. Roger notices the president, the present, and he apologizes for forgetting his birthday. Fucking asshole says, "Yeah, it's kind of hard to celebrate on the day you killed your mom." She was just a whiny little bastard. Yeah, what? She was just seven months pregnant. We went for a hike, but you had to come early. Now she's gone, and I'm stuck here on this island with you. Happy birthday, Ben. Ben runs out crying and heads straight for the sonar fence. He hears whispers. That, that, that was and the, fucking harsh. I mean, it was. It was. Jesus it was really fucked up. Yeah. Caleb no was wonder. Grinning, going, "Yeah, you little bastard." <laughs> I mean, no wonder he's a sniveling little asshole. Yeah, that's, that's I, why. seriously. I, I, I wasn't grinning actually because the death by childbirth thing is actually kind of a really heavy used trope. Like I hate to say it, but sure. <laughs> so well, yeah. yes, yes, I was like, okay, the little fuckers, kind of, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I was like, ah, oh, come on, man, like. <laughs> More lazy writing. Hey, More lazy writing. It happened it happened to Tyrion. So I was let's just, just remember say, that. I guess is J.R. Martin. <laughs> I mean, do we uh, really want to get lazy? into that conversation? Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a whole thing. We don't want to go there right now. I want you <laughs> on the record. I I have been writing a short story about the main character who killed his mom in childbirth. So. You ruined that too now, Caleb. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. He didn't wow. kill his mother. Wow. Because I'm gonna tell you that it's an overdone and ham fisted thing in, in, in most writing, and you should go back I'm and revise kidding. that. I di- I'm just kidding. There's no, no I, well, I want you to I, I don't care. I want you to go back and do it anyway. <laughs> revise. Okay. Got it. You don't understand. Yeah, but it. then but then her mom dies, and then her mom is reborn as a zombie, and then it's like a buddy cop movie. 
Uh, that, uh, that, well, <laughs> that's my story. Zombie, zombie and zombie and the babe. Oh, there oh you my go. god! Mm-hmm. I think it's pronounced bebe. Bebe. <laughs> bebe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little bebe. It's like zombie cop. Like cuff him, zombie cop. Like hook <laughs> 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 <Put> him, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You're the worst oh. partner ever, zombie cop. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Running away from zombie cop wouldn't be very hard. I mean, I guess it could be one of those quick zombies, like but he's no zombie days later ones. Those aren't yeah. zombies. Zombies aren't fast. I'm just that's, that's no. the, the definition no. of a zombie is it's not fast. It's it's like Jason. True? He's just around every no. corner. Like it's, <laughs> that's what it is. Like you could run as fast as as whatever, but you know he's just there when you get to the the plot point you know or the the whatever yeah <laughs> uh, 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 uh. all right well ben runs out crying and heads straight for the sonar fence and then he starts hearing whispers and then he sees his mother on the other side of the barrier he runs towards her but she stops him and says it's not time yet time and then she what? turns around and leaves and he's crying out to her and then he gives up and goes running back to the barracks and he trips, by the way. Gangly <laughs> little fucker. Like, I wish you would face plant. <laughs> yeah, you wish you would have tripped and fell into the fence. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Present day Ben is trekking through the jungle at night with Locke. They approach a line of what appears to be gray powder. Ben pauses and then steps over it, and Locke picks up a little and sniffs it. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, let's go, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, doing lines of gunpowder. Mm. Yeah, um, I wonder why he was doing that. Like, what, what, what was the point of that? Ashes, uh, of, the, ashes of the dead. Yeah, he's uh, smelling it to try to figure out what it is. Mm. I'm assuming that it's gunpowder at this point. I don't really know. I, I thought it would be some kind of salt or something like that, because that's a pretty classic way to keep um, demons. The bad spirits away? Yeah, the bad spirits contained. And slugs. Yes, and slugs yeah. too. <laughs> it was probably cocaine, though. For real. That would have that been sweet. This, this episode would have gone a different direction. They, a they were both like, you want to do some blow? They're like, it's free? Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, guys. Can, just like the Apollo bars, you can have as much as you want. <laughs> exactly. Hey! And, and he mean, comes back and she's just totally wrecked on coke. Yeah, it's the 70s. So, yeah. It is. I mean, this is a J.J. Abrams present, like, uh, like thing, right? So there's enough money to throw yeah. around. It was probably a treat, yeah, for, probably. A treat for the crew. Yeah. Like, after we get yeah. done this, uh, this shot, go for it, guys. <laughs> so back on Original Beach, everybody wow. is, like, talking about Naomi and how the entire world thinks that they're all dead. <clears throat> what? Saeed says that's not important right now. Again? Yeah, whatever. Um, Shut up, Saeed. You don't matter yeah. anymore. They kept her a secret to keep her safe from Jack. He what? spent a week with the others, and now he's brought Juliet. Sun tries to defend her, but Sawyer plays the tape. We hear Juliet's voice saying, Quan is pregnant. The fetus is healthy and was conceived on island with her husband. He was sterile before they got here. I'm still working on getting samples from the other women. I should have Austin soon. I'll report back when I know more. And it's funny in this scene Uh-oh. when they say, you know, that her husband was sterile before they got here, they cut to Jen's face. Yep. But he clearly doesn't have enough grasp of the English language yeah. at this point to understand. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Yeah. 
And his swimmers don't swim. Well, I definitely think he heard Quan, right? He heard the name. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. He understood in. that part of it, and he understands but, pregnant. But it could have been it could have been Miss Quan. It could have been Doctor Quan, medicine woman. We met yeah. her last week. <laughs> fish yeah. medicine so, woman. Medis- fish medicine woman. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we can hear Jack's voice saying, "Where'd you get that?" The entire camp turns to find him and Juliet behind them listening. The men start to argue, and Juliet says, turn the tape over. Sawyer flips the tape over, and everyone hears Ben say, Juliet, it's Ben. I'm sending three teams to extract Quan the night after tomorrow. We won't have time to run Austin's sample, so if you determine that she or anyone else is pregnant, mark their tents, and we'll take them too. All right, Good so- luck. At this point, we have to interject if there are any millennials listening. A cassette tape was a thing from, <laughs> from our era that you were put in sound to, and you, it was double-sided. You could flip it in the player. Uh-huh, yeah. Flip it I'll, over. Little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got some millennial listeners, and one is a fan of mine and Derek. Millennial? Millennials are like 40. Mid thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a Gen Z listener, is what you mean. Oh, okay. I I don't know what I'm talking about then. Clearly, <laughs> just, I'm just an the old one ass Gen Xer, mm. almost boomer. a boomer. Mm. You're not almost a boomer. Yeah. No, no, boomers are like forties and fifties. We're in our forties, Derek. <laughs> no, I'm talking about born He's in the forties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have, have another the beer. Title of our whole fucking episode. <laughs> um. All right. So. Juliet tells everyone that the night that she saw Sun's ultrasound, she confessed to Jack what the others were making her do. Said asks Jack why he didn't tell them, and Jack says he hadn't decided what to do about it yet. Said okay. says, yet. And Jack says, I think we've got some catching up to do. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Flashback number five. <sighs> <laughs> Caleb's mad already. Yep. Little Ben heads back to the sonar fence, armed with a deactivation code. Trips, falls through it, dies. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) He enters the code, turns the dial to not kill. Um, Uh, Right. He hears the sound of the fence buzzing die down. To, to like, um, excruciating gas. That's stage one. (laughs) That was stage one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls his his rabbit out and he shoes it across the fence line to make sure that it really is off, and then he runs through. Okay. And grabs so her- pause. Little Ben was like perfectly willing to fry that rabbit if uh, that was going to happen. He was a psychopath from himself. the day he killed his mother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he was a born God. killer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Caleb's annoyed wow. by that. Little bastard. <laughs> I actually didn't think the rabbit thing was that big of a deal. <laughs> like I was well, like, what I was, else was he gonna do? Like I thought the same yeah, thing. I was, to himself, yeah. I, mean, I wasn't gonna poo-poo anything, but yeah, I'm sort of just like, yeah. If I needed to do that, I'd find an animal and just put it through there. And okay, yeah. cool, I'm good. I'm carrying a coal okay, mine. Well, yeah, you're all sick people. Hey, it no. hey, it could have been Annie. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. if, you could, right if you could get her away from the coke table, <laughs> <laughs> that girl does nothing but coke day in day out. So she shows up in the next episode that she's in. She's like Jenny 
from yeah. Forrest Gump, where she's like doing lines and standing on the edge of the balcony while like, okay. Freebird hey, plays. Or that's actually how that's actually how Lethal Weapon started too. So just, exactly, you know. oh, there you go. Exactly. So there, from one trope to another, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he runs through once he realizes that the Sonic thing isn't going to kill him he grabs the bunny and he heads into the jungle while hearing whispers and calling for his mother he's yep he keeps running deeper into the jungle screaming mom right Um, yep he hears a bunch of whispering he keeps turning around and all of a sudden we find a long-haired richard albert behind him say what what? say what? what Wasn't this about 30 years prior? Yeah, doesn't he look exactly the same? Yeah. Are you telling me that the uh, island has some some anti-aging properties? They just haven't yet shown us the fountain of youth. Or maybe they just drink a lot of water and moisturize regularly. All that coconut oil. (laughs) I know why. And And I'm sure Caleb knows why. He remembers the show. I think the rest of you. Well, one of you hasn't seen it, but the other two, Christy and Ben, you guys don't remember. I don't remember. I vaguely remember why that happens, but um, I'll be surprised to find out. Yeah, we'll get there. Because we'll We'll see later on, people do age on the island. Uh huh. Truth. I mean, it's not the cocaine, that's for sure. (laughs) No, No, not the cocaine. (laughs) It's the adrenochrome. Oh God! Yeah, that's why they need the babies. Yeah, (laughs) just a fresh adrenaline gland to chew on. I think you just cracked. I think you just cracked the son of a bitch way open, Lacey. Yeah. Like. Loss was way ahead. Loss was like queuing on before there was one. That's what it is. They know. They know all the shit. Fuck's sake! <laughs> what is adrenochrome? It's nothing. It's some shit that QAnon thinks that liberals kill babies and drink to like keep them young. Underneath pizza restaurants. Yeah. It's a. It's a it's a it's a chemical. It's like a, from your adrenal gland. gland yeah. I guess. Right, adrenal yeah. gland. Makes yeah. adrenaline. I exactly guess. and so i guess if you if you well, that's why it, i don't know because i don't listen to those idiots you could also put adrenochrome in uh in uh in your milk plus and sharpen you up ah. no get you ready for a bit of the ultra violence it's just adderall you're adderall <laughs> which is basically uh, right, okay. so we have uh we have a dirty long-haired richard asking little ben if he's lost <laughs> that dirty long hair, little Richard. Fucking <laughs> little Richard shows up. <laughs> no, no, go back where you came from. I do not. I'm whatever's going on here. I don't want a part of this. I feel good. <laughs> That's all that cocaine. Oh, uh, oh, he is on the island. That is true. That's definitely. <laughs> wow. Little Richard. Wow. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, didn't little Richard like uh, have some underage? Uh, Probably things as Probably. well. Let's just say so. I'm really. If you played piano in the fifties, yeah, yeah, yeah you, right. you, you were fucking children. Yeah, him and Jerry <laughs> Lee went to the same play. Yeah. So Ben asks Richard if he's a hostel. Richard asks his name, and Ben tells him, and then he says he's looking for his mother. He also tells Richard that his mother died when he was a baby. Richard asks what his mother said, and Ben tells him she said it wasn't time for him to go with her yet. Richard tells him to go home, but Ben wants to go with him. Albert says, maybe that can happen. Maybe. But if that's what you really want, Ben, if that's what you want, I want you to really think about that. And you're going to have to be very, very 
patient. This is weird. Yeah. So deep in the jungle, Ben and Locke approach an old shack. And Ben says, we're here. He tells Locke to turn off his flashlight because Jacob feels the same way about technology that Locke does. Ben lights a lantern and says, there's no going back. Mm. Locke steps forward. Ben announces that they're here and they step inside. Locke looks around and he sees some weird jars that look like they're filled with pee over by the window. <laughs> um, a painting of dog and an empty chair. Why, why did your mind go right to pee, though? Like, I got to wait. I don't know. Then- yeah. Mine did too. Yeah, really? I didn't, I didn't yeah. that the, the first thing I thought it was like pee. I've I've read too many fucking weird things on Reddit. I guess I uh, no, like I, my mind went to I guess just because of the fetus thing. My my mind went to fetuses. I actually didn't really embryos, pay much attention, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I think wow. that's a little darker than thinking about pee. Oh, that depends on where you're coming from. <laughs> 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 uh. So, Ben introduces the empty chair to Locke as Jacob. Didn't Clint Locke Eastwood is- do the same gig? I had yeah. the exact, I said the exact same thing in my notes. <laughs> I, d- I didn't write it in my notes. I just thought it as it happened. But, yeah, that oh, was. Oh, he talked yeah. to an empty chair. Yeah, years the RNC. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> so, um, Locke is just as confused as America was. Oh, <laughs> Ben is talking to the invisible Jacob and he keeps pointing at the chair saying he's, he's, he's right here. He looks at Locke and, and says, you wanted the secrets of the Island. Well, here they are. This is the man who can answer every single. Ben turns to speak to the chair and says, I am not. He made me bring him here. Do you think that was my, sorry, may I finish? Damn. These are actually the exact same things that Clint Eastwood said. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Ripped off Lost, I guess. <laughs> you have to do one of those side by side. Have you ever seen? You have to go to YouTube and get the um, clip of Trump giving a speech at the RNC and um, L Woods from um, what is her what legally is blonde? Her movie? Legally blonde. She gives like a, a speech. In Legally Blonde, and Trump like basically rips it off. It's almost word for word, and it goes back and forth, sentence for sentence. That's and it's amazing. Almost identical. It is amazing, and there's a really fucking great clip of it. Of um, of um, wait, uh, I'm so high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been on the island. <laughs> wait, who? <laughs> yeah, you've been snorting that coke. <laughs> Graham Norton. There's a great clip of Reese Witherspoon on Graham Norton, and Graham Norton plays it, and um, it's pretty funny. But you should check it out if you can find it. Just Google like Trump L. Woods speech, and I'm sure it'll come up. Um, well, I've but, yeah. never seen Legally Blonde. Caleb has this weird Reese Witherspoon hatred. Oh, that's right. You hate her too. You are so hateful. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm pretty hateful. <laughs> it's 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 funny because my dad has the exact opposite. Your dad has just, a crush on Reese Witherspoon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. Well, we already know that your dad has mental problems. <laughs> yeah, oh that's God. true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to have uh, mental problems to have a crush on Reese Witherspoon. I don't mm. personally, but I would not begrudge somebody who does. However, it does sound like our guest might. So yeah, why can, we, can we dive into that a little bit? I just think yeah. that everybody that has a crush on her should be tagged like a scarlet letter or, or like using a holocaust. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, well, I, I mean, I agree with that. Like, in, in, in my own 
own awful. in my own sphere of, of of knowledge. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> Caleb okay. doesn't like her chin. He thinks that she looks like Stripe from the Gremlins. Yeah, she's got a, <laughs> yeah. That's you could cut a you could cut a roast with her face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why I I don't know why I actually she's just it's it's oh look my god that chin. look at that yeah chin. look at that look at yeah. that look I at don't that. I don't I don't really find her attractive either have her and Jay Leno have a kid Jesus Christ oh my <laughs> god Stan Smith from American Dead yeah so I think Reese Witherspoon is charming so I do too. I like some of the there. stuff she's been in. Hey, you like, know what? Um, most of those women found Bundy very charming, too, by the way. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> Checkmate. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. Well, back on the island, Locke says to Ben, you're crazy. He accuses Ben of knowing nothing about the island. He says that he made it all up. Ben starts talking to the chair again, and Locke yells, stop, shut up. You're putting on a show for me? Or or do you do you really think there's somebody there? <laughs> ben replies, I know there's someone there. Wow. Oh my Locke God. Locke calls him pathetic and turns to leave the cabin. But before he can go, he hears a voice say, Help me. Mm hmm. Locke um, accuses Ben what? of saying it and points the flashlight at him. Suddenly, the whole room like comes alive. The chairs are rocking, glasses are smashing, a lantern the catches the uteruses are dancing. I know. <laughs> yeah. The it's like it's not uteruses. It's like Pee oh, just said, <laughs> probably a uterus in there somewhere. <laughs> now I'm imagining a uterus fallopian dancing in its fallopian tubes, like <laughs> yeah. waving like arms, yeah. like the inflatable, like wacky you know, waving, wacky waving, waving arm guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, wacky waving arm guy. That's how my uterus dances. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is a lot of fun. <laughs> you, you, you can you can tell you can tell we started drinking since the beginning of this episode, huh? Oh yeah. Uh -huh. You can blame it on me. No, no, no blame. He's an agitator. I am an agitator. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <sighs> All right. So the whole fucking shack is freaking out. And Ben looks at the chair and says, that's enough. And then Ben is thrown back against the wall. <laughs> Boy. For about a second, you can see a figure sitting in the chair. What? Then we have a follow, like a close up of an eye. And then Locke nopes the fuck out of the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't swinging that big dick no more. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's like a little, little, little turtle. Yeah, little turtle right just right pulled up. right back in. It was there cold. Was it was cold in there. There was, it was cold. <laughs> I was in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it crawled back up inside me. <laughs> it's an any. <laughs> Ben comes out of the cabin a moment later looking pretty shook. Um, yeah, there's no fire anymore. Even though the I know, the fire, fire just kind of magically went out. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of like pause for a second and absorb what just happened. And finally Locke says, what was that? And Ben says, well, that was Jacob. Duh. Duh. I know, right? Boy. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> so now it's the next morning and it's day 90 for Locke. He and Ben are walking through the jungle. Ben wants to know what Locke heard Jacob say. And Locke says, he didn't say anything to me. You did. There's no Jacob, Ben. I'm not going to be taken in by the little show you put on last night. You're a fraud. And it's time your people were told the truth. And this is not the way we came. (laughs) (laughs) By the way. So Ben says that he's taking them back another way. And he admits that some of the things he has said are not true. Really? And that's when he says that he was not born on the island. What? What? Flashback number six. He's not a little shit anymore. This is a lot of flashbacks. (laughs) You still don't like this actor either? No, I just... uh, the. There's a lot of flashbacks in this episode. Uh, So 12 years ago, Ben is in his house, zipping up his Dharma jumpsuit. And it says, Ben, work man. Mm. He looks at his watch and then at the action figure that Annie gave him years earlier. (laughs) Thank you. You're committing to that one. (laughs) I I mean, I'm supportive of my husband and his ideas. (laughs) (laughs) He places the action figure in his bag and heads outside carrying items to a Dharma van. The now old Roger Workman is struggling Mm -hmm. to put pallets of beer into the back. Roger wonders why Ben is in a mood. Ben says, it's my birthday. Duh. (sighs) Big deal, you're 50 now. (laughs) It's supposed to be like 20 in this. I know, but he's like (laughs) Me killing my mother. Yes. Let's put another (laughs) stupid wig on you and hey, you're young. He's still wearing those stupid little glasses. Um, Roger says, look, we can run this stuff to the Pearl and then have some father-son time at the Mesa drinking beers. Hey, hey, son, let's go murder a few beers. Yeah, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Dad. That's what we're murdering. Not just the beer. So a bit later, we have Roger and Ben in the van up on a ridge listening to Shambhala. Ben asks Roger if he really blames him for his mother's death. And Roger says, what do I know? Then he asks why Ben keeps looking at his watch. Ben unzips his bag and says, you know, I've missed her too. Maybe as much as you have. But the difference is, for as long as I can remember, I've had to put up with you. And doing that requires a tremendous amount of patience. Jesus. Roger stares at Ben as he pulls out gas mask out of his bag and he says goodbye dad oh <laughs> fuck he puts the mask on and then he releases a canister in the van roger is like ben just before he coughs wretches and then blood starts coming out of his nose and his mouth didn't think about opening the door and getting the fuck out of there i guess <laughs> yeah. not yeah, i mean mask? he was just oh, a work man he wasn't yeah. like really oh sure smart. he's just a work man yeah, he's a janitor. He can't figure out how to get out of a car. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Toxic gas. We, we shouldn't be maligning janitors. They serve perfectly good. Yeah, like, that's they true. clean up our shit. Custodian, dick. Yeah, my custodian. apologies to all custodial engineers. <laughs> Why does it have to be a work man? <sighs> wow. <laughs> All right, that's how he identifies, Derek. Not <laughs> by his choice. <laughs> so uh, he's clawing at Ben's mask as he dies, and Ben just quietly sits there and watches. 
Holy fuck. Ben, uh, we're, su- has- we're assuming Annie died in this purge as well, right? Like that's yeah, that's that's what I my assumption was. Yeah, okay. they should have shown her like they've been seeing her dead. That's really fucking. I up. agree. Yeah. So, um, you will find out what happened to Annie in the episode that she appears in. The next one. Ah. I wouldn't say that the storyline is is over. There are some answers, but. I would agree with Caleb that they could have done more with her character. For like, sure. it, yeah, within this episode, it could, they could have delivered so much more emotional payload just by linking those yep. things together. And that, yeah, missed opportunity. Have a candy bar. We'll discuss it again when she shows up in season five. Oh. All right. So Ben has <laughs> walked his ass back to the barracks. I, I assume that he walks, seeing as we found the van many years yeah. later, still out on the ridge. Right. Um, with Skeletor. Yep, he's right. walking around Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's just Roger. That's <laughs> just Roger. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, so he's walking around with his gas mask on, and there are dead Dharma Initiative folks lying all over the ground. He notices a dead Horus sitting on a bench and closes his eyes. He had it coming. Yeah, he yep. did. Yep. Don't diddle the kittles. Yep. Um, he closes his what? eyes, um, cleans his pockets out, deletes his browser history. Richard Alpert and the other hostels arrive, all with masks on. Alpert checks his watch, and then he removes his mask, taking a deep breath. The rest of Team Purge takes off their masks, and Alpert asks Ben if he'd like him to retrieve his father's body. And Ben says, no, nah. leave him out there. Let him rot. There's, there's, there's a, uh, like, I actually re- liked this scene in particular because Alpert here, the way that he, he interacts with him, there's, there's like a, a an indifference, like a cold indifference yes. that you could almost take as respect, but it's not, there's like this cold indifference about, do you want us to get your father's body? It's just very matter of fact. And that's makes it, makes his character more sort of like chilling. Agreed. Yeah, I think Albert's a great character. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Look, though, I'm not a chemical engineer. I'm not a chemist, any of that kind of stuff. But what the hell did they use to kill these people? Because they... Un- I was wondering unleash- that, too. Yeah, they unleash it in a completely open environment. Like, yeah. So there had to be a crack ton of this stuff, right? Well, like, not yeah, that's got enough. it in the car. Well, for sure. But but yeah, that the makes sense. Of, yeah. The, yeah, the rest yeah. of everybody around the barracks is just laying out, like, yeah. in the lawn. Yeah and, yeah. and then Albert takes his mask off and takes a deep breath, like, because he looks at his watch. So, like, what gas kills people out in the open and then dissipates within, like, the right amount of seconds. I think like a, a nerve agent would be the only thing that you could get into that would like that would could be that many parts per million. Like you would need yeah. a lot of some types of gases, but there are nerve agents that could kill everybody, but they wouldn't die like just kind of falling over or whatever. It'd be like agonizing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Constricting yeah. Your muscles will twitch. Yeah. They'll lock up and you're twitching and convulsing. Yeah. yeah. We Which, talked about that. I think probably yeah. back in season one in a Saeed yeah. episode, we talked a yeah. little bit about the sarin gas and, yeah. and what that would do. So did That's anybody else realize thing. how many Nick Cage like illusions there are in, in this one? There's at least, two that I can, there's no. at least two that I can think of right off the bat. So, in The Rock, Nick Cage's character's name was Stanley Goodspeed. 
Yeah. Mm, that's right. And he was a chemist dealing with nerve agents and stuff. That's like right. That. That's right. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's also a bunny that gets the put into the bag. <laughs> that Nick Cage was a chemist is. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he was a wild man chemist. That is right. <laughs> Have you guys seen the unbearable weight of massive talent? It's Have not. So no. Oh, oh my god, so it's so good. good. It's so fun. It's one of the better films I've seen in. What is it called? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Ah. It Nick Cage plays Nick, Nick Cage, Cage as Nick Cage. <laughs> As Nick Cage. (laughs) Semi-biographical story, sort of. It's Um, ridiculous. It's amazing. It's pretty great. Yeah, highly recommend. Pedro Pascal's in it. He's actually really funny in that. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I know you're watching (gasps) The Last of Us. Do you hate that show, Caleb? No. No, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's good, <laughs> it's really it? great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. They write ca- the characters are written really fucking well. Well, it's it, it's Craig Mazin, the guy that did uh, Chernobyl, and uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so okay, also Chernobyl, amazing. Chernobyl. That was one of that. Was We've stellar. actually just started watching Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh. But yeah, The Last of Us. I think I've cried in every single episode so far. Yeah. Uh Chernobyl. Don't watch that if you're in a bad mood. Because it's going to, like, drag you down into, like, it's the tough. depths of sadness. It's tough. Yeah. I was saying, like... It's stellar. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, is it about, like, the Chernobyl disaster? Yes. Or, like, yeah. Is it, yep, it is. It is about a lot of the characters that were basically there and what happened. It's the story of Chernobyl and yeah. the kind of fallout and everything. Complete and total fallout. clusterfuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, for the, for the purposes I've of, I've read like, a lot about it. Yeah. For the purposes of clarity of writing, um, what they did, they they put this together, wrote this story based on, on interviews and things like that. It's really historically accurate, except for um, kind of one main point is that they took um, the interviews and the voices of several, uh, like of, I think they said 25 or something of the scientists that worked there mm-hmm. and they compared they compiled it all into one character who didn't really exist. And so yeah. that one character <clears throat> brings the voices of like all of these other people. Is that Legasov? Is, what- is, is that Jared Harris's character? The main character? Yeah. Legasov? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, right. I didn't That's know that. Was it? No, I thought, I thought I it was have. the woman. I thought. Oh, I thought it was who, Jared who, Harris's character. Now I can't oh. remember exactly. We'll have to look that up. All right. Back in the present, we have Ben. Uh, who has led Locke to a, a mass grave full of skeletons in their Dharma jumpsuits. Uh-oh. Lo- yep. Wow. Uh-oh. Locke stares down uh, at the dead, and Ben says, This is where I came from, John. These mass are grave. my people, the Dharma Initiative. They came here seeking harmony, but they couldn't even coexist with the island's original inhabitants. And when it became clear that one side had to go... One side had to be purged. I did what I had to do. I was one of the people that was smart enough to make sure that I didn't end up in that ditch, which makes me considerably smarter than you, John. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You never hear the one with with your name on it, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Locke turns around and Ben shoots him. Damn. Locke falls into the pit of bodies and Ben says, what did Jacob say to you? Locke asks Ben why he shot him, and Ben says it's because Locke heard Jacob. Uh-uh. And again, he asks what Jacob said. Locke says, help me. 
Ben asks him a third time, what did Jacob say? And Locke replies, he said, help me. No, finish. Tell me what he said. You, yeah, you what did you say? Motherfucker. Ben looks incredulous. Yeah, who's on first? Ben looks incredulous. He pauses for a long yeah, moment. And then he kind of half snickers in disbelief before leaving Locke bleeding in a mass grave. Ben <laughs> says, well, I certainly hope he helps you, John. <laughs> now, Damn. I do have to just say that, you know, the whole thing where the Dharma Initiative couldn't even coexist with the island's original inhabitants. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like the story of colonization globally? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, like, yeah, that's not exactly a new situation. No. So look what you did, Caleb. Look what you turned Christy into. Hey. So now I'm sure we... that's what her father says from time to time, too. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, okay. So, lost title screen, end of episode. The end. Uh, the end. Will this wow. be the untimely death of John Locke? Oh, Will it? Will it? next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christy, um, you had something for us at the at the end of this episode. Is that right? Yeah. So I have my own little fun facts. Okay. Oh. Um, Do it. So when I saw Ben's mom, for a moment, I thought that she looked like the lady who played the sheriff earlier this season. Mm -hmm. So I Googled her, but I was incorrect. Um, The woman who plays Emily Linus is actually the real life wife of Ben Linus. Oh. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she played his mother. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um, incidentally, um, Emily was also the name of Henry Gale's wife in The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. That's all right, great. all right, all right, it all right. Was. Yeah. So just just my own little fun facts. That's all I really hmm. wanted to say. It's very interesting. Well, I also have a quick fun fact too, if I if I could interject. Uh, the gentleman that, that plays Mikhail, his name is Andrew Divoff, and he's a polyglot. He speaks like eight languages. Really? Uh, and the only reason I know that is because in the 90s, he was on an episode of the really bad Highlander TV show and uh, that I used to watch religiously. <laughs> and it just so happened that I looked him up one day. Was it just as bad as Highlander 2, the quickening movie? Ooh, God, that was a piece of trash. Ooh, we could we could do Ugh. an entire another podcast oh, about I know. this one, Derek. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He was also in Wishmaster. As you he wish. was, yeah. He played the he played the gin. Yeah, that's where I recognized him from. We were actually just talking about polyglots in the last episode. We, we were, mm. yeah, because Naomi we barely speak one language. <clears throat> that's a polyglot <laughs> of discussions. Okay, uh, are we ready for the official fun facts? We are. Yeah, these were good. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we got a fun fact rebellion starting here. Yeah. Oscar, Zoraster, Phaedrig, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs. She's just also, throwing out names here. Yeah. <laughs> that I was think, one name. I think Lacey had Also a known as. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it again now. And, I, and it's all of your faults. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. Oscar, Zoraster, Phaedric, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs, also known as the Wizard of Oz. 
Oz the Great and Terrible, the Great and Powerful Oz, and the Man Behind the Curtain. The Wizard is one of the characters in The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, working as a magician. Because, 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 because. (laughs) Yeah, because of the wonderful things he does. That's right. (laughs) Working as a magician for a circus, um, he wrote Oz, O-Z, on the side of his hot air balloon. It was comprised of the initials of his first two forenames, Oscar Zoraster. Ah. Uh, one day, his balloon sailed into the land of Oz, and he found himself worshipped as a great sorcerer. As Oz had no leadership at the time, he became the supreme ruler of the kingdom and did his best to sustain the myth. Unseen for most of the novel, he is the ruler of the land of Oz and highly venerated by his subjects, believing he is the only man capable of solving their problems. Dorothy and her friends travel to Emerald City, the capital of Oz, to meet him. He's very reluctant, but eventually each is granted an audience one by one. On each of these occasions, the wizard appears in a different form. Once, he's a giant head for Dorothy. Uh, The scarecrow, he appears as a beautiful... He appears as a beautiful fairy to the scarecrow, Giggity. he's a horrible monster <laughs> to the tin man, and a ball of fire to the cowardly lion. When at last he grants an audience to all of them at once, he seems to be a disembodied voice. Eventually, of course, it is revealed that Oz is actually none of these things, but rather an ordinary con man from Omaha, Nebraska, who's been using elaborate magic tricks and props to make himself seem great and powerful. Toto pulls back the curtain, revealing the wizard to be a fraud, all smoke and mirrors, and no real power. So, was the great and powerful Ben revealed to be an ordinary man this week? So, do you know Toto what- also <laughs> blessed the rains down in Africa. Indeed. <laughs> you, you, you stay upstairs. You don't get to come downstairs for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but um, in the movie, do you know what the actual quote that, that this is actually something that I start off my notes with? So the actual quote when when the group uh, in Oz finds him is pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, which mm-hmm. I think if you break that down and you look at it in relationship to Ben's character is actually really salient because it has implications for Ben's past, present and his future. He's ignored. Mm-hmm by a lot of people while he's making his movement while he's making his moves his Mm -hmm. dad ignored him the only person who didn't really ignore him was annie bless her soul yeah bless her soul (laughs) (laughs) and and maybe and maybe horace once or twice but we'll see when you when you think about that very first those three words pay no attention right like we'll see how that kind of plays out and how it affects ben in later episodes No, I just want to take one more one more thing to say is that there's no way that Ben's father, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, wasn't yes. wasn't covered in shit when his wife gave birth in the middle of that. War. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's actually clean. Isn't he, he came out clean. There's no way. Yeah, he did. No way. 
<laughs> sorry. Conf- I I'm forgot sorry. that he was Uncle Rico. Yeah. Yeah. He could probably throw that baby over that mountain. Yeah, he could throw football over the mountains. <laughs> Fuck it, takes Ben as a baby and just whips him across. <laughs> <chucks> him. <laughs> Throws him to the island. <laughs> it ended, right. ended with Lost, the title screen, and everything will be over. <laughs> End of story. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. Uh, Christy, what were your best and worst moments this week? I thought Annie was super sweet when she befriended Ben. Um, I, I wrote she was a sweet little girl. I wonder if Ben had her killed, too. um worst moment uh, uh, as much as his father was an asshole then killing his father and setting up the whole hospitals to kill all of the dharma folks was was pretty fucking awful Hmm. Hmm. okay Derek Mm -hmm. sounds like it disagrees what what were your best and worst Derek? my best moment was the entire jacob scene Okay. I like that re- sort of reveal, like a millisecond reveal. Yeah. And the worst moment was just Locke getting shot and being, you know, falling into the pit because he just kept insisting on, you know, going to see Jacob and all that. So I just okay. hopefully he survives. I mean, I, I like Locke, even though he can be a pain. But yeah, you, you know. haven't seen any episodes after this one as of this recording. Nope. So yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. Caleb, do you have best and worst moments for us? I do. Um, <laughs> Christy. So, yeah. <laughs> Your there camera you go, fell baby. down. We're staring camera at your crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you decided to wear pants today. I know, right? <laughs> I, tried, I tried real hard to get her to not wear pants today, but man. <laughs> no, uh, as much as I've been bitching about Ben as a kid, my best moment was when he murdered his father. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, and this is this is a point that and i mentioned this earlier and i like i said i think ben tapped into this uh maybe even unwittingly but i'm not sure there's a lot of parasite in lost there are a lot yeah. of people murdering their parents yeah it's funny that that was your best moment and shitty... that was one of my that was my worst I, moment i know and i i i noted that too but yeah it, it... careful what you say because derek hasn't seen Past this, you know. No, but. for sure, for sure. I'm just saying that so far, at least in this episode, we've acknowledged at least what two two people murdering their parents, right? Well, yeah, last episode, yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, Locke had his father killed, but still, he there's that, yeah. So, um, and, <clears throat> Ben it, technically killed both his mother and his father, and on right. his birthday, both times. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, if you're not giving the baby for agency beforehand, then her mother's body killed itself. Okay, for sure. Whatever. <laughs> you, if you don't, you have to give the baby agency once they're out of the uh, out of the womb, right? You can't really do well, that. Well, he beforehand. was out. That, I mean, I the result of him coming out probably is what killed, killed her. her. Yeah. yeah, is what killed yeah. her. So, but again, this is like kind of just a very common theme throughout. A, I don't need to explain that. A common theme in a lot of literature and a lot of stuff is uh, people killing their parents. And then I don't want to be I don't want to be weird, but we we tapped upon we Christy mentioned a thing about uh, Ben and his mom and how he killed her and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, we could go into the whole like Oedipal thing and whatnot. I don't think it's necessary here, but there's a lot of very overt um, nods to characters killing their parents here, which which again is a theme is, is a, a theme if, or if not you know like a plot point in a lot of like famous literature worldwide but right um it didn't occur to me actually until i watched this episode that holy shit like there are a lot of parents that die in lost 
like yeah. Yeah. as the direct <laughs> or indirect actions <laughs> of their children. Right. Uh, and then my Why don't worst. You give us your best and worst moments. Yeah. yeah and, sorry. So, so my best moment was Ben murdering his father, and then my worst. Oh, that's right. Got it. My worst moment because honestly, like I mentioned before, I kind of I I just didn't really care much for this episode. Was actually Ben's birth. I just thought was I thought it was really cliched and ham-fisted in a lot of different ways and stuff like that. So, well, see, I thought the first scene was on the island at the very first. You know, yeah, because yeah. you're supposed to zooming yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, ben, what were your best and worst? Um, I, my best, I had two. So one was just like the swing set scene with, uh, with the little girl, like it was really cute, you know, happy birthday, Ben and all that. The other one was Ben killing his father. So, um, two sides of the pendulum, I guess, uh, for my least favorite was when Roger Workman was basically saying it's hard to, hard to celebrate your birthday since it's the day you killed your mother. That was just like, fucker. Fuck. Um, that was my worst moment. Reap what you sow. Yeah, but it was like every time he said it was yeah. kind of the worst. Yeah. I had an honorable mention best, which was the moment Locke throws his father on the ground at Ben's feet. I love that. But um, the purge, just kind of all of it, killing his dad and killing everybody was the best moment. I loved it. I don't. I mean, it's genocide, so I shouldn't. But as far as like the plot of the story, I. Yeah, it, it tells you, OK, now we know who these people are. Yeah. Yeah. Sort Well, sort of. Uh, we know we know who they're it, not. It, it tells you who Ben is. It tells right. you who Ben is. And, least, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Christy, did you do your best and worst? I yes. did. I thought yeah. so. We, we took a quick break, so I I forgot for a second. Okay. Um, Derek, what were your rankings? Um, this episode, Ben Linus was my favorite. What? what? Oh yeah. Yep. Don't worry. Just, Anything we say for Ben, Christy's going to hold him down. Yeah, she's going to negative. Mm-hmm. But I just liked in the whole episode, both young Ben, well, not annoying whiny Ben, but, you know, teenage Ben or 20-year-old Ben was good. <laughs> he took care of his lousy-ass father. And then second was Saeed. I just liked him in this episode. And then third, I just put him in there, was Jacob. Don't know anything about him, but he seems to be a pretty badass character. He's got he's your just, attention, huh? He got my attention, definitely. Yeah. All right. Our worst is um, Roger, and then Locke. So I don't know. He was just kind of grating on me this episode. Wow. All I don't right. Know. I mean, the, the dick swinging time was good, but then he was kind of like a. I don't know. Just didn't <laughs> he, a fall, fan of he, he, he fall. He flies too close to the sun a lot. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm gonna fuck Juliet. I mean, there really wasn't too many women, you know, or females. So then I'm gonna kill Roger. All right. Uh, ben. How about you? Top three. Uh, Locke. Uh, character flaws aside in the whining at the end. He was he was a, a good uh, a good kind of dynamo for the episode. Like, uh, And then Ben with him because those two are just kind of dancing around like stags doing their, doing their thing. And that's basically the entire show. Um, and then I put Annie in because with all of this other stuff that was going on, this, this show needed a bit of warmth. Um, so that was a good character. At the bottom, just got Roger Workman. He is a he's a piece of shit. I'm not going to kill anybody. Um, there was enough killing already. I am going to fuck Alex again, but it's cool, y'all. I checked with Horace. He's totally cool with it. Oh, oh my awesome. god! Oh. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! <laughs> Caleb, 
Did you bring some rankings? I did. Uh, did you have sex with any children? She's 18. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> um, she's 16 that's what she on said. the island. <laughs> so, yeah, oh top God. top three I had Ben and Locke because obviously, and, and I will I will caveat that adult Ben and Locke because um, the, the obviously the episode was very, very much just about the dynamic between the two of them and kind of moving their relationship in regards to, to kind of the overall story forward. Um, yeah. Once again, the, the power act- struggle. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there yeah. were some yeah. of them, them BDE moments, moments and, you know, <laughs> and, and Locke really kind of pushing a power play onto Ben earlier on. Yes. Uh, as you guys noticed, which yeah, I thought was sure. genius. Uh, my third top character was Juliet for reasons I'll get into a minute, even though she's in this for like five seconds. Um, bottom three characters are Jack Sawyer and Saeed just because they, it was just like, why are you even in this? Why are you even in this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, fuck is going to be Alex Rousseau because I, w- I would beat the brakes off of Tanya Raymond every goddamn day, all day, yeah. every day. She is hot. Um, so the answer is yes, over- you're fucking some teenagers. Yeah. Jesus but, Christ. Honorable, okay, mention, so- honorable mention is I would, I would also fuck Juliet, and I will throw it out there that years ago when Christy and our friend Lauren and I watched this, I got a rack of shit for like three weeks straight because they said Juliet was very manly looking. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Really? <laughs> but there's, I maintain there's a certain I, there's a specific no. thing that I can point out at a later date. Right. Uh, I remember I, haven't, I remember I haven't her from that, that show Revolution. It's gonna be a That's secret. where I first saw her. Nevertheless, wow. she gets the honorable mention. But yes, uh Alex Rousseau would would yeah. Uh, so the Alex's uh, actress was born March 1988. This episode was May 9th of 07, 19, perfectly legal. So. Okay, it's, a few things. Which is First kind, of all, kind she's of gross, 16 but still on the like, show. Yeah. No. First of all, she's 16 on the show. Second of all, people in their 40s trying to date 19-year-olds is disgusting, and both of you fucking know it. Okay. And third, so, Horace, never was happens. Cool. Horace was cool with it. I'm just... I would yeah, also. Said it was okay. I would also oh like to point out that Alex Rousseau doesn't exist. She's not a real person. Exactly. So, along with the fuck category, in my opinion, goes like yes. If if it could get weird, but like no, like <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's just, oh, it'll get weird. It'll get weird. Yeah. Um, Christy. If, um. Okay. My <laughs> my top three. Uh, I kind of smiled when Caleb gave his bottom three. My top three are Saeed or Sawyer, Saeed, and then oh, wow. Annie. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I like Sawyer and Saeed. Um, bottom, bottom for bottom for them any day. <laughs> <laughs> bottom, uh, Ben and Roger. Um, I'm going to fuck Sawyer and Saeed because I like it when they work together. Hello. Okay. And I am going to kill Ben because he is a fucking psychopath. Well, oh, my God. It. And all of you are fucking psychopaths. But we call you it good ben old stuff. He would have had to, to survive. Roger? If he wouldn't have yeah. done this, he would have been dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have Ben Linus as number one this week. Okay. Because yeah. y'all are crazy people. Locke, I have coming in uh, second. He's been a badass, but he did still end up in a ditch. Um... And I have Richard Alpert in third because every time he shows up, he's more and more intriguing. And now apparently he doesn't age. So what's that about? Just kidding. I know, I know but Derek doesn't. In the worst, Roger, work, man. I hate you. Work, man. Um, that's it. 
I don't have a second or a third. Um, I am going to be able, not going to be able, I am going to uh, fuck Locke and Ben Linus, um, Jacob. On that it, whole pit of dead people? Why not? Why yeah, not? Yeah, after no. he shot her before. No, why not? That was not. Or in the cabin with the dancing um, fallopian yeah. tubes. <laughs> I'm going yes. <laughs> to make uh, Jacob and his dancing fallopian tubes watch while I get banged. Um, I am going to Hot. kill Horace's haircut. <laughs> that's fair. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. I mean, to be so fair, to be fair, like <laughs> you, mean, you mean his child lure? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I have kill as Duck Hutchinson, not Horace, like the actor that plays <laughs> yeah, him. A, <laughs> like, uh-huh, legit, uh-huh. like, let's let's just you know one less asshole in, in the world. Exactly. Today, so, yeah. All right. Um, Ben. Yeah. What do the rankings look like after 20 episodes of season three? Well, we have Sawyer ha- somehow extending his lead in this episode to 123 wow. points. Julia, that's all am I doing, baby? To the fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, women can't seem to get them. You know, get get off a of daddy there. Like it's just oh, ridiculous. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking parasite and every other thing today, um, yeah. yeah Juliet in second place with 113, and then Hurley in third with 110. Can't wow. get Ben to crack that top three. Damn I'm just going to say nope. Danny, Paolo, Charles Woodmore, because that's not changing. Wait, who, okay. are we, who are we trying to get to crack the top three, Derek? Ben. Ben, okay. Ben Linus. Yes. No, that's Charles surprising. Woodmore. Anthony See, when he Cooper. first came out, I, I didn't, I couldn't stand him. I was like Christy, but he grew on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Yeah. The bottom three is not Charles Woodmore. It's uh, Danny, Paolo, uh, Anth- uh, Anthony Cooper. And, and You're Cooper. right. Cooper. Mr. Yeah. Cooper. Oops. Thank God. killed him multiple times last week. Christy, thank God you were here. I know, right? Seriously. I know. Yeah. How did this All episode right. get a 9.2 on IMDb, by the way? A 9.2? 9.2 on you IMDb. you didn't vote in it? Yeah. yeah. I did, actually. I gave <laughs> it like a 7. 9.4. That's, that's about right. All right. Well, let's talk about that. Caleb. Give us your final impressions of this episode. Uh, you know, it's an important episode for a few reasons. I think it, 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 look, flashbacks serve a very good purpose and Lost has a tendency to use them well, but also use them not well. If you have a story to tell, tell the story. It, it doesn't like, if you have to rely upon flashbacks, it excessively then you're you're not doing a good job of telling your story in my opinion but the whole show is all like i understand that yeah. but in terms of a what five six season a hundred and how many episode thing that's that's one thing but in the manner of 48 minutes which likely at the time was the the combined total of airtime you're getting vice commercials right. and stuff like that um when you have six flashbacks yeah within those 42 minutes, you're doing a disservice to your audience, in my opinion. Um, tell a story, and sure, one or two flashbacks are great. Three, if you can justify it. I would honestly say even two, if you can justify it. But hmm. tell your story. If you have to rely on constantly saying, yeah, but, or hey, this also happened. One of the things that I hate about... Excessive st- exposition. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I hate about storytellers... Uh particularly amateur storytellers is that a lot of them will say, okay, well, blah, 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 blah. Oh, but wait, I forgot to tell you this. 
And that's exactly what's happening in a lot of these situations because yeah. it creates a certain atmosphere of disingenuity, in my opinion. Um, tell the story well. Uh, you can do it. You've got a stock of good writers here. Uh, I legit think, though, that that the people involved with this are really having some issues with their parents, considering how many of them, the parents, they kill in this. But um, <laughs> oddly enough, despite every time we, we see young Ben crying and interacting with his dad, I felt that this episode was just trying to center him uh, in terms of character and emotion. It felt very bereft to me when they went back to him as a kid. Um, it just feels like it's handled better in other episodes. And I thought it was full of a lot of cliches. Um, granted, it's been a long time since I've watched, watched all of Lost. Mm -hmm. And I remember really liking this episode the first time. This is probably only the second and third time I've watched this. And it like fell off a cliff for me. See, I think they do that on purpose when they when they add in a lot and they go quickly back and forth from flashback mm -hmm. to the present is typically in that episode where they're trying to make you uncomfortable. But it's too yeah. it's too jarring though, in my opinion. It, it gets yeah. old, see, I right? like it. No, no, no. Like my point is simply that again, one, two, three flashbacks, if you can justify them, are fine. Mm -hmm. But it gets old in any movie, any any TV show, anything you watch in one episode, if you flip back and forth that quickly. You, I just you, don't think so. I like it. I really do. There was that whole episode of Saeed when we found out that he was part of the Republican Guard where it was just nothing but flashback after flashback after flashback. And the Desmond episode that, like that I did was just a complete flashback. But yeah. I, you know, maybe it's a hindsight thing. Again, I've only I've only gone through the series once in its entirety. So uh, right. it, it might be a hindsight thing. But numerically, you said seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, I think, because yeah, again, collectively the performances are are, are are always good. Terry Quinn does a always does a solid job of Locke, and it's fun to watch him, yeah. even when he's groveling. Yeah. Um, the I can't remember his name, but the the gentleman that plays Ben Linus, solid. Michael Emerson. Thank you, Mike. Yes, Michael yeah. Emerson, mm -hmm. solid. Um, and, and, yeah, like and and between the two of them, they actually do have fairly good chemistry. So yeah, yeah. in the scenes, it does Definitely. make it difficult to to look away. Um, but I, again, when I when I kind of break it all down in my head, it 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 like I said, I I oscillate between why why what greater purpose does any of this serve and does any of this matter? I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. You you enjoyed it like a car crash as long as you didn't look too closely. <laughs> 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 ben, what what about you? You seem to agree with Caleb a little bit. Oh, yeah, I mean, I this is I kind of agree that I remember when I first watched this this episode, I thought it was really really great. And watching it this time, I didn't have the same experience. Um, I think it might have been because I had just watched the Brig, and the Brig is a really cool episode. And then this one felt like okay, there was sort of a reveal, but it felt like it was showing the corner of the card. Like I just didn't, you know, I didn't have that that sense of motion in this one. Um, and it, I think a lot of it just had to do with the fact that it spent so much time in flashbacks that I could never really feel, I never really got into the story in the present. Um, so you don't like, yeah, you don't like that either. I mean, I do, flashbacks. I do like the way that I, I like the way that, uh, that Locke is sort of just like, Oh, you know, you know, big dick man or whatever. And like, he's going to go right <laughs> at his target. And like, I appreciate, I appreciate him when he's in that mode, especially with Ben Linus, cause he's a counter puncher and he's always kind of, uh, He's aggressive, but he lets you come to him in that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I didn't really like the entire scene with Jacob. I just, I, to be honest, I thought it was kind of dumb. Really? Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, it was creepy, the whole help me thing. Like that was, that was, that was cool. Um, all in all, it was, I, I guess it was an episode that I was entertained by, but it was not nearly as good as I remember the first time I saw it. Wow. Okay. Well, I loved it. I've loved it every time I've watched it. I think it's fucking great. I think, um, Locke is like awesome in the episode taunting Ben. Ben, of course, is always a step ahead. I love that. Um, I like how Ben doesn't really like it appears since he was a child, let his morals get in the way of yeah. his accomplishments. If he has any morals, I guess. Um, but that's why I love his character. Um, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I think that the, I like a lot of flashbacks. I don't know. I, I disagree. I understand all of the points that you both make, but I personally enjoy it. Um, I like that we find out, you know, that Ben's story isn't what we thought it was. I like the parallels between he and the man behind the curtain from The Wizard of Oz. Um, I love how the writers tend to write in, you know, parallels from their favorite stories. Um, I really like the episode. I think The Purge was great. I think um, with Richard Alpert, like, the fuck is going on there? That is intriguing. Um and, you know, now that we know that Ben is, like, officially hostile and there really is no Dharma, um, I liked all of those reveals. Uh, what about you, Christy? So I almost feel like I'm watching a lot of these for the first time again, you know, because yeah. I've, I've totally forgotten what is going to happen from episode to episode. Um, so I, I'm like, what the fuck <coughs> is happening in the cabin? Uh, ben is a psychopath. Locke <laughs> might be regretting some of his choices at this point. Um, what the fuck is going on with Jack and Juliet? How did Dirty Richard become a doctor? Um, and the Dharma Initiative really are all dead, and the hostels have taken over. So they're like, yeah, there's. I have so many questions um, going forward. So yeah, I I have a little bit of a better idea of what's going on than Derek does, but I I'm still very <laughs> very confused. So all right, well let's hear what Derek has to say. Um, this has been a controversial episode amongst uh, this group. What do you think of uh, the man behind the curtain, Derek? And did it uh, shitty writing up? aside and all those horrible <laughs> flashbacks? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did no, I? I really like this episode, maybe because okay. it is my first true time watching it. You know, maybe okay. in 10 years, if I watch it again, I'll think it sucks, but I like it now because <laughs> we'd find out that, yeah, the Dharma initiative is no more. And it was actually the hostiles that took over. And I don't think Ben Linus is a psychopath. He just did what he did to survive. You know, it even involves okay. having to gas an entire population. Well, not population. It's like a group. It wasn't like small population. It was their population. Well, yeah. yeah, it was their population. <laughs> And we did find out he wasn't really born on the island and is, he was brought there by his father who blamed him for his mother's death and he got the death he deserved. Uh, we did catch a glimpse of Jacob and um, unless, you know, if he's real or not. And so yeah, well, what do you people, think? Do you think there's a, a real a Jacob or is it is it tricks? I think so because they showed you a flash, you know. Okay. And just the fact that 
So anyways, my biggest questions, I have just two of them. I mean, I have a lot more, but these are the biggest ones is who or what is Jacob? Uh And how the hell is Richard Alpert there 30 years before the crash? Like, you know, not aging. Yeah. Well, you are in luck. Both of those questions will be answered. Jacob does love you. Um, It's going to take a little while, but you will have those answers before the show is over. All right, guys, I want to say thanks again uh, to Caleb for coming here and hating uh, children. <laughs> and, uh, the no, episode. just one, just one. And, no, no, um, it's, it's all of them, Derek. It's all of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you, you didn't hate the one that you banged. Oh! Wow. You're right, just all the other ones. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Mm. You okay? Mm. How you are you going to recover from that? I, I, that Caleb? was uh, in D D terms. I just took some psychic damage. Uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. I just want to have a D and D movie coming out. Oh, uh, we could talk We're about gonna... it. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> no shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Plays a barbarian. That's All right. Kind of amazing. Not right. one of Christy's favorite people. <laughs> Which is Listen, why I'm going to make Caleb, her watch it. <laughs> We're going to let you uh, go rest your weary legs um, and maybe you can build up a good role and come back if, in season four and get Christy back for that epic burn. Um, but for now, <laughs> we would like to say thank you for being here. Um, we always appreciate your commentary and uh, we're glad that you came back. All right. Always <laughs> Thanks, Caleb. Love you, babe. Good seeing you, everybody. Derek, it was good seeing Thanks, you. Caleb. Yeah. Good seeing you, man. Next week, it's my last episode as a presenter. The seasons are getting shorter, and we have a few other uh, fun things planned for seasons four, five, and six. So I will just be just your regular old host like I do every other episode. And for my last presentation, I'm taking Charlie, obviously, defend my little hobbit friend, Until the end. So it's going to be season three, episode 21. It's called Greatest Hits. And you all, everybody, is back. (laughs) So get ready for that. Ears are bleeding. (laughs) Sonic fence. Thanks again for being here, Caleb. We're going to take our bleeding ears and go home. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See ya. Later. Lost in My 40s is a Space Bear Media production. Executive produced and edited by me, Lacey J. Sound engineering, editing, and original music by Benjamin Trim. Like and follow Lost in My 40s on Facebook to interact with your hosts. Plus, follow Space Bear Media on YouTube to watch our episode pre-shows. You can also find us at Space Bear underscore media on Instagram and Twitter. Or... Come to our website, spacebearmedia.com.